Welcome to the After Show Show for episode 99. If this is your first time tuning in, this is not the main episode. This is the doublevy of the main episode, where we talk about random topics of interest. And the reason it's the doublevy is because today we are focusing on the producing team Double Psychic. We're going to talk about our top five Double Psychic songs yeah. of all time. If you're new to the podcast, maybe you don't know who Double Psychic is. So uh, Double Psychic, Josh, Yeah. in case you don't know. In case you don't know. Is a producing team. They're mainly known as a duo. Right. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But they're a producing duo of lyricist Pak Chung-gun and the composer Kim Jong-sung. Which is, uh, he has many names. He goes by maybe Michael Kim, Mikey. I've heard Mikey. Chance. And of course, now he's known as Chancellor. Yeah, we know Chancellor. Uh, he's probably the most like front-facing guy of Double Psychic. And I always thought it was two people, partially why they were called Double Psychic. But in my research, as I do some research. So in Korea, there's this uh, uh, rapper. His name's MC Mong. Yeah, he, he's, he's very famous in Korea, if you guys aren't. Aware. Yeah, but he uh, kind of uh, took a, a five-year hiatus because he does. He says he didn't do this on purpose, but he tried to get out of military duty. Yeah, which is something that you know all males in Korea have to do. They have to serve two years in in military service. Yeah, so he apparently got like three healthy molars removed to say that like, oh, he can't. He's like unfit for uh, military duty. But anyways, he took a five-year hi- hiatus. But during that time. He was supposedly producing music under the name Double Psychic because, like, a couple of groups actually like wrote tweets out that was like, "Oh, thanks, MC Mong, for producing our new song," or something like that. And then they were quickly deleted. Yeah, they done goofed. Uh, but according to the Korean Business Registry, there's actually four people registered to the team of Double Psychic. Yeah, and so it's not even a duo. Yeah, and one of them supposedly MC Mong, but. In general, when we say double psychic, we mainly mean uh, the two main dudes. Yeah. Double psychic, they rose to fame in 2012 with their work uh, starting with BAP. They did a little bit of BAP stuff. Then they did a lot of M Black stuff, but it wasn't until, of course, Sistar's stuff that they got really well known. S I S T T T A R. Yes. And after the Sistar stuff, they kind of became like the the most one of the most uh, famous producers. Yeah. And I think during 2012, 2013, it was like the years of there were only three producers. There was Brave Brothers, Brothers. Shinzerong Tiger, and uh, Double Psychic. Yeah. Uh, but of course, Double Psychic also went on to work with big, big names, A Pink, Girls Day, Kata, and a whole lot more. Yeah. But we are going to talk about our top five songs of Double Psychic. In no, in no particular order of thing. Yeah, the, yeah, no particular order. Also, we don't know each other's picks. I have an idea that there's going to be at least two songs overlapping, uh, if not at least one. Will or will they? Will they? I, I do oh, think oh. I, picked, I picked two songs that I, I'm pretty sure you picked, uh, but I think the other three are pretty spicy. Uh, yeah, I, I tried to pick some spicy ones too, just because Stephen and I, when we tried it, you know, not know our list beforehand we try to like throw each other for a loop every now and then so yeah um so i do want to to clarify though that this top five list so double psychic has made so many great songs yeah Uh, that's why we wanted to start with double psychic double psychic we probably will be doing shizadong tiger in a further after show we probably will be doing brave brothers of course we're going to be doing brave brothers have we well a lot of our top tens are brave brothers focused anyways yeah 
our list, I think tomorrow if I woke up and made the list, the top five list again, it'd be totally different than if I, you know, the next day. So the list that I have picked, and I think Josh has also picked Same. for today, is is subject to change on any whim that we that we might, yeah. you know. Originally, we were going to rank them like one to five, but then we made a last decision, last executive order last minute that we were saying, you know what, let's just go with it. Yeah, ranking is a little bit too hard, but yeah. anyways, these are our top five. I'm going to go with Josh first. Okay, me first. I'm going to go with something that I think is on both of our lists, Okay, and Start we just strong. talk about it straight away, and that's A-Pink's Mr. Chu. on your list steven that song a pink's mr chu is of course on my list of course of course although i will say it was like number five like if i were to rank it like it it was one of those songs that i was like switching in and out switching in and out switching in and out spicy but uh anyways why did you pink a pink's mr chu so a pink's mr chu um a Pink as a group, I think their most famous songs are No 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 and, and Mr. Chu. As a group, Mr. Chu was kind of like their pinnacle, is where where they were at the peak of their popularity. I think it was released 2014, mm-hmm. earlier on in the year. And at that time, A Pink was, was starting to you know come up, and this song really kind of put their stamp on it. And I think they won something like maybe six or seven music shows uh, based off of this song, so... It's a really, really popular song. Yeah, it's just it's just good music. Interesting enough, A Pink has never gotten a number one song, uh, which is yeah. This peaked at number two. Crazy to me. This peaked at number two, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's it, like A Pink is a group that everybody knows. Yeah, but it's it it still boggles my mind that they have never gotten a number one. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, no, no, no was the song that like put A Pink on my radar. And it's it's incredibly rare that a group has like a really great song and the second song is also great, right? That, that's a really rare for that to happen. Right. You know, Mr. Chu is one of my favorite songs because it, I was completely and utterly happy with Mr. Chu when it came out. Oh yeah, it, it's it's got every element of catchiness, and I think that's like 
classic for pop songs. Yeah, and it also had that like one-two punch of like the music video being great, also directed by Digi Petty. Yeah, also put Digi Petty kind of on the map, and now they're like they're like the brave sound of music video producers. Like yeah, like every so every, every other music video is made by them. Yeah, and I think it really really fit a Pink's kind of style at that time. The music video, the song, and everything was just kind of it came all together in this package for Mr. Chu. It was really like kind of bright and cheerful and it had a lot of pastel colors and the song itself is really cheerful and it's just I think it was just a really good representation of A Pink as a group at that time and uh, yeah, it's still the A Pink. It's still the A Pink that I wish they would go back to and like quit with the ballad A-Pink. Like quit like, with that. Yeah, it's like quintessential A-Pink in my mind. Even though we say that, but like I still think 80% of their songs are more the ballady ones that we just aren't super interested in. Um, but okay, A-Pink's Mr. Chu. That was on my list. All right. So the next song that I'm going to pick, I also think is on your list. Oh, what if it's not? I mean, if it's not, it would... Very similarly to other top 10 lists that we have, boggle my fucking mind if this song is not on your list. Actually, I didn't think A-Pink, no, 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 was going to, or not, no, no, no. Uh, I didn't think A-Pink's Mr. Chu was going to be on your list. Hmm. The next song, which is my favorite song of all time for Double Psychic, and it is one of our favorite songs ever. It's on, we've mentioned it a billion times. We've put it on many lists. It was recently number one in our top summer songs of 2000. It no, was. of all time. It was. And that, of course, is Sis Stars Loving You. S I S T A R. Sister. S I S. Sister. clarify that's got to be on the list right right uh we didn't clarify in the beginning but uh we did limit it to one song per artist uh because in sistar's case specifically double sidekick like made sistar there are maybe uh, five five sistar songs that i could have chosen just based off of that criteria yes same with me like if i didn't make that kind of stipulation i probably would have been like four out of five of the songs were sister yeah so this is what i was assuming that you were so steven earlier he mentioned this kind of one group rule if it was like oh, no, no no i'm thinking of something else sorry 
That's not what I'm thinking of. All right. Just to preface you guys, I have been sick all weekend and we're recording this on a Sunday uh, because I was so deathly ill yesterday and I took meds before we started doing this and my brain is just like mush right now. So you're saying I got to carry you like I always do. You got to carry me like I always carry you. That's not true at all. All right. Oh. Um, well, but yeah. anyways, loving Sis, you. Sistar is loving you. How This is the best double psychic song, without a doubt. I don't know who would say otherwise. Um, this song, actually, I was really well, surprised that... I think a lot of people would yeah, say otherwise. A-Pink's Mr. Chu was not really high up on that list, but this was definitely my number one if we had to rank them. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we've talked at length as to why, like, not only is kind of Mr. Chu is like A-Pink in my mind... Like, loving you is Sistar in my mind. Exactly. Like, this is everything we love about Sistar. It's, it's I mean, sexy. It's fun. Yeah. It's, it's, got it's like, catchy. Yeah, it's catchy. It's just got everything. We've talked at length about loving you in mm-hmm. a billion of our things. So, you know, check out our, our you know, top... Uh, did we do top five or top ten summer songs? I actually don't remember. I, w- I want to say it was top five. Oh, yeah. I, I think we it was very similar to this, right? But, yeah. Sistars love you. Now, I do want to talk about maybe some of the other Sistar songs that were like incredibly high up the list. Right. I actually had a hard time because like Sistars, a lot of Sistar songs are like extremely iconic and I know them and I've listened to them a billion times, but they're not necessarily some of my favorite songs of all time. No. For example, like Give It To Me, I enjoy, but... I wouldn't say I'm my top five favorite Sistar songs. Right. So actually, the two songs that I wanted to put in, one of them is called The Way You Make Me Melt. Uh, it's featuring Geeks, and it's on the Give It To Me album. I really like that song a whole lot. And, and um, you know what? Another song I really like off that album that was is probably in my top five sister songs, mm-hmm. A Week. That is the other one. Yeah. That is the other one. Yes, yeah. sir. Those two, like I, I really think Loving You and then those two are, are my top three sister songs of all time. Wow. Uh, and like... I've talked about this a long time ago, but like I, I don't ever listen to albums, right? Like Josh knows this. Right. Maybe you guys don't, but I don't really listen to full albums. Uh so the last full album that I would like listen to on repeat was the Give It To Me album. Right. And I think that's the only album you actually physically own as well, right? It is. Not because I bought it, but because your brother gave it to me. Yeah, that was a weird present. That's that's very classic of my brother. He was like, Oh, what should I give Steven for a parting gift? I was like, Parting gift? You don't gotta give him anything. It's like I think I'm going to give him a Sistar album. I'm like, he All chose right. a great one because that is one of the best, I think, mini albums. Like Every song on that on that album is amazing. Yeah, but uh, some other double psychic songs that uh, are very famous, Sistar, uh, is Shake It, talked about uh, Give It To Me. I swear. Uh, I mean, those songs are really, really good. They still, for me, if we had to do like a, a top five, if we had no bias... Most of those songs would be on my top five double sidekick list. Mm. Yeah, so it's a good thing that we kind of limited to one song per group. Yeah. But, yeah. All right, next one, Josh. So the next one that I want to talk about, I'm not 100% certain if this will be on your list. I'm sure this group might be on your list, but I'm just going to go with it. Besties, thank you very much. Put 
Besties, thank you very Interesting. much. I, Interesting. I want to say that there are two Bestie songs mm-hmm, that you are. could have put on this list, and I chose Thank You Very Much instead of the other one, which I think you chose. I did not pick Thank You Very Much. So oh, okay. Maybe. Okay. So, Besties, thank you very much. When this song first came out, I wasn't really too behind it, but man, oh man, did this song grow on me, and it's, I think, my second favorite Bestie song ever. First love being options. love options, right? Brave brazos. Yeah, I mean, I might as well talk about mine later, but it next. But like, I do like. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, it is just not my favorite bestie double psychic song. It I, it still weirds me out that that the one that I okay the the one the one that I picked was excuse me right, right? I knew it I and knew like it. I every time I listen to that song I still do not understand why that's not like gangbusters for you like I just. Dude, it does. It completely boggles my mind that you just don't love that song. I mean, I I like it. I'm not gonna lie, but it's 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 not gangbusters for me. I don't know why. I don't know why. Well, so why why? Uh, thank you very much because I, I I recall very clearly. Yeah. I have never heard you say anything about this song in the last two years. So the fact that this has shown up as top five double sidekick kind of wears me out. Well. I was it was it came down to a decision between excuse me and thank you very much and I was listening to them back and forth and I j- I just like thank you very much more as a song itself. It's got that kind of like chant part that I really really like that normally would like turn me off to a lot of songs but like for some reason and thank you very much I, I really really like it. Right. Like, Honestly, I wasn't I was more thinking like you wouldn't even pick a Bessie song at all. That's oh, what I was Wow. Thinking. Okay. Because again, the other than love options at the time, like you didn't really like any of the other ones. Bestie has grown on me a great deal. Like these three songs are, I think, amazing songs. Um, Excuse me, I think is a really, really good song. But out of all the Bestie songs, it'd be number three for me. Okay. You know, I was watching uh, some practice videos of Bestie, like the dance videos. They're fine, man. They're, Dude, so, they're so, they're so pretty. Like, oh my goodness. Like it, it's so it, attractive. They need they. I think they should be more popular. Like I, like they, I don't understand why they're not. Right. Like I don't think they they should be like a level. Right. But like I think they should at least be nine muses popular or like Dal Shabet right. popular. Right. Like, but they're just completely not even close to that, and that just boggles my fucking mind. Anyways, I just don't understand. My pick so, next. So, so why did you choose? Excuse me. Over. Okay. Thank you very well, much. you ruined my transition. Oh, sorry. But you're over here. Well, I need to say it so I can put the music in, Josh. Oh, I forgot. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. The next song that I that I like that I just mentioned is by Bestie with their song "Excuse Me." 
Excuse me over thank you very much. This is the editing mind in my head, Josh. I'm um, sorry. Why? Excuse me. I've got uh, nothing in my mind right now. Number one. It's a bunch of mashed potatoes. The dirty brass, man. Okay. Like th- okay. I'm with you on that. Like, I really, like, loving you. Like, I try to pick very different styles of song. Toot, 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 um, toot, toot. Yeah. And, like, loving you is the more R&B kind of smooth, like, summertime chill, mm-hmm. right? A-Pink's, no, no, uh, A-Pink's Mr. Chew is, like, cutesy pop. Uh, yeah and excuse me is like as girl hype as like Mm. we're fine and we're gonna fucking show you how fine we are kind of song that that i can think of when when i think of that style of song that song feels powerful to me it feels very like in your face and very confident and very just like i don't know what it is i don't know if it's because in the music video they look amazing so oh my goodness or if it's the brass that really puts in this just like confident feel to it but i just like i like thank you very much of course but i think that excuse me just sounds way more uh powerful different it it sounds way more um alone in its category to me Mm. um and i just i i've always really liked that song i've liked it that first time i'm pretty sure i put on the podcast and josh was like nah and still haunts me to this day. I mean, to be fair, I think all Bestie songs, the first time I hear them, I'm kind of like, meh. Not love options, though, Josh. Not love options, Not though. Love options. The funny thing is, when I think of Double Sidekick, I immediately think brass instruments. Hmm. I don't know why that is. Yeah, I also don't know really why. Yeah, because it, at, on a whole, there aren't like huge amounts of songs that contain like brass instruments that Double Sidekick has worked on. But... I think for me the most uh, noticeable ones that like I can point out are double sidekick or I feel like are very double sidekick. You have some sort of brass instrument in it. Hmm. I don't know if that's I don't true. know if I agree with that right at this moment. Okay, but. but this song like it definitely has that like stanky brass, not that like clean you know brass that most pop songs have. And honestly, like we said, if we did this list like next week, excuse me, could very well be on my list it's one of those like kind of fringe picks so 
Man, I, I love mean, I love. I mean, it's a really, really good song. All right, tell me your next pick, Josh. Okay, so now we're gonna go into a little bit weird territory when I'm pretty sure that our songs are not gonna overlap. Um, they might. So this next song is actually uh, by a male artist. This could be on my list, Josh. You have a male artist on your list. I do. Oh, I have one. You have one. I have exactly one as well, and it's K Will with "You Don't Know Love." Steven? That is not the one. Oh, what? What? Not the one. I mean, I'm a I'm a huge K-Will fan. I really, really like this song. And it's more of an R&B type of double sidekick song, but it's made in a way for, I guess, K-Will's powerful vocals, and I just love it. Uh, to be honest, I actually don't remember the song in the slightest. See, that's the, that's the thing. Like, I like so many K-Will songs, right? And when I read the title, I couldn't like picture the melody in my mind but once i heard it i was like oh it's this song it's an amazing song but yeah, i'm sure if i heard it i i would know because i have liked a lot of k will songs right. but k will is like one of those guys where like i've heard it and it's a decent song but i've never been like replaying a k will song like in my life but for me like i can make a top five favorite k will songs so yeah the one where he sings uh the one where he sings the, the one, one where he does his r&b singing and the one where he's doing his pop singing, and there's one where he's just doing his singing. So. And the one with the sewing gook, and the one, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, interesting. Okay. But the funny thing is, I think this would not even be on my top five favorite K-Will songs, which is a strange thing. But hmm. I think the one really interesting uh, things about Double Psychic, which, again, is why I picked it to go first, is that Double Psychic songs, he has, like, this generic Double Psychic sound, but... There were a lot of songs on this li- on this list that like don't sound remotely like each other. Like I I think Double Psychic does a very good job of of branching out. Whether or not all those songs are popular, you know, is one is one thing. Especially looking at this list of of, of artists, like even though I think we're gonna mainly mention girl artists, he does do a lot of guy artist stuff. Right, they're us- just usually not our cup of tea. Uh, but he does a lot of solo stuff. He he actually does a lot of ballad stuff too. 
uh, that we that we're probably not going to mention, right? No. Um, but but I I definitely think you know, especially as opposed to our favorite Bray Brazas, where like all his sound, songs, all those songs the same. are I'm pretty sure are going to sound pretty similar. Yeah, and yeah. I I think Double Sidekick does a really good job. If you just go back about the songs that we've you know chose up to this point, all these songs are pretty different from each other. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I think it helps that we limited the uh, sister songs, but yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just from one artist to another, I think Double Psychic does do a really good job of making a song for the group, right? Like this K Will song could very well sound like any other generic R and B K Will song, but I think it is uh, a song that really suits his style. And same with uh, Sisters Loving You, and same with A Pink's uh, Mr. Chu. All of those songs are very like quintessential that group right right um and and i know of course i've mentioned it in our top five summer songs but if you have not checked out chancellors which again is one of the two people in double sidekick he has like an r&b version of loving you and it's like the best ever yeah yeah chancellor is like a really smooth r&b dude like he puts out a lot of different songs as well so if you do not know if chancellor as an artist go check out some of his songs yeah, he gets a little out in the weeds, though, sometimes. I know. Sometimes he gets a little bit too R&B. You remember that one where he's like, it was like a cowboy motif? Oh, yeah. Anyway, so you picked K-Will. Right. You picked a dude. I also picked a dude. I'm, I'm really curious about which male artist you picked in this one. So I, being the better person, okay, I did more research than just the Wikipedia page, okay? Oh, sorry. Because this dude does not show up on the Wikipedia page. It does show up, though, on the Naver, which is the Korean database's disc- discography. <laughs> discography. Yeah. Um, it is a song that I had no idea was a double psychic song at all, but then I remember this song, and I was like, hot damn, my pants are on fire, all right? So this is by a dude. It's by a okay? dude. A duty dude. K-Will is not really an R&B singer, right? He's more of a ballad singer, but he can do a little bit of R&B, right? Yeah, half and half. This dude is an R&B singer, okay? Oh. He dreams in R&B. He oh. takes his shit and it comes out kind of squiggly because he's r and all right? It comes out with a little bit of vibrato. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, this dude's name is Bumkey, uh, and he has a song featuring Dynamic Duo, and it's called Attraction. I'm 
I did not know Double Psychic produced this song. I did not know. And I had to double check many times. Really? Um, wow. This, it does make sense though. Think Like when you think of Chancellor. Yeah, right? like this is like a Chancellor type of song. Like if you guys don't know, it's it's one of Bumkey's earlier songs yeah. that kind of put him on the map. Mm-hmm. It was the first song that I ever really heard Bumkey. It is, I think, his second highest, like he peaked so early. Like this was number two, and then the next song was number one, and it just kind of went all downhill from there. Yeah. Um, also, he like went to jail and all that. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, he's yeah, he's got a lot of a lot of problems <laughs> in general with. Uh, but yeah, I, I want to say this song was a couple. Yeah, maybe four years ago. Yeah, uh, 2013. Yeah. Yeah. No, three, this is this three, is his number one. Song. About three, yeah, four yeah. years ago. Yeah. Like this is when he he made like it's just a amazing run of songs like bad girl mm-hmm. attraction don't, don't be, be happy, happy with mamamoo which is one of his worst charting songs how can that be that is one of the best songs r&b songs i think uh, yeah including. god man this song is so good yeah o- honestly if i think i had known that double psychic produced the song i might have put it on my list as well got that spicy in there yeah right? and and this song is like you said r&b r&b song Yes, it is such a wonderful like Korean R and B type song. I think it set the tone. I think for a lot of Korean R and B songs since 2012, it made me love Bumkey. I, I honestly think it was one of the first because I listened to a lot of K pop, right? And I listened to J pop before that. And even in America, I would I would never really listen R and B, right? Like in high school, I would listen to like rock, right, or punk rock, and rap and stuff like that right i was never really an r&b i really think it was like this song that kind of like slowly pushed me into like um because i'm really i wasn't an r&b dude you know beforehand shout outs to bumkey and dynamic duo for that if you've never heard the song it's called attraction it is so good i mean arguably this song or bad girl these two songs are kind of like what defined Bumkey, right? Going back to what I was saying about Double Psychic making songs to match the artist. Like, when I think Bumkey, I, I really think these two songs, without a doubt in my mind. Yeah, yeah, me too. And as, as you can see, like, I, Double Psychic, I mean, I know these are our favorite songs, right? Right. But, like, they have, he has defined so many of these different groups where right. we're like, this is what we now think of, right? And, and it's a little bit sad that Bumkey hasn't really... Yeah, he's got a whole bunch Done of as much, personal you know, kind of legal issues that he's trying to go through, right? Anyways, what is your last song? So my last song was kind of a throw up. I was just like, you know what? I can't decide. I'm just going to listen to a whole bunch of songs and see what sticks. And this song, I'm like almost 100% certain if we do this next week, it would not be on even the top 10. <laughs> but I'm just going to go with it. Interesting. And that's Wait, song, wait, wait. Let me try to guess. Oh, you're not going to guess. It's on this Wikipedia page, right? Oh, yeah. It's on this Wikipedia page. Give me one clue. Um, no, no, no. Don't give me a clue. Yeah, I can't give you a clue. You'll you'll pick it out right away. All right. It's definitely not Tiara. That's definitely not true. Uh, Secret? No. And Black? No. Could be Mama Moo. Well, it's it's a female group. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Were you going to pick Lee saying? No. It's a female group. Uh, it could be Girls' Day, actually. Or, or it could be CLC Pepe. I'm going to go with CLC Pepe. No, not not correct. It's actually Girls' Day's Hello Bubble. 
bubble. Interesting. Right, though. Right. And so Hello Bubble is not even like a promoted song. It's like a CF it's a song. CF song, yeah. I don't know what it is about this song, but like it just makes me happy, man. More than Darling? Yeah, more than Darling, more than something. Like I listen see, because I listened to all three of those songs, just kind of listening to them, and I was just like, no, Hello Bubble it is. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, Hello Bubble, I mean, Girls Day has hasn't really been making much music, right? Right. And you know, I, I also decently liked Hello Bubble. It was on the potential like list of things I was like, maybe. Maybe. Um, but I do think I would have picked Darling before I picked Hello Bubble. I, I almost um, picked something before Hello Bubble. So, I mean, that just goes to tell you. Oh, yeah. Then Hello Bubble was last year with Ring My Bell. Jesus. Oh, my Jesus. What a train wreck of a song. Hello Bubble, if you haven't heard, I mean, we mentioned our podcast, of course. It is, although I think it is a pretty generic song. It's very generic, but it just it it just makes me so happy. Does it make you want to shampoo your hair? It makes me want to go and just like take a shower and like sing in the shower. Um, do other things. <laughs> do other things in the shower. Ew, don't don't do other things in the shower. Lubrication's not. Yeah, lubrication is an issue. I mean, I just I just want to say, like. This might not even be my favorite Girls' Day song, <laughs> depending on the day. Right. So, but at this moment, that. it is better than the other one. And I think I'm partially biased because um, I wanted to choose a song that maybe not a lot of people know, and that probably wasn't on your list, so we can have a little bit more discussion. Yeah, Hello Bubble is just a just a very very generic mm-hmm. pop song that just kind of shows off. Even though it's generic, it, it does show off like Double Sidekick's ability to create a lot of different types of songs, right? Because mm. if I said, oh, yeah, Hello Bubble, Double Sidekick produced this, we'd be like, get out of town. Yeah, well, although I think Hello Bubble is more Double Sidekick than something and, or or even Darling, actually. Yeah. I actually think Hello Bubble think- is the most generic of the three. I think out of all, I think Girls Day's songs in general, like they're... They're all not very double psychic-y. Yeah. Yeah. But as we said, I mean, double psychic has, He's got, has range. got range. They've got or range. they have range. Or four, four of them. Have or range. Of them have range. Right? <laughs> but anyways. Uh, so, Steven, bring us home. Bring us home. What I you mean, got? obviously, mine's not on your list. Uh, it is also not on this Wikipedia page. Again, I'm bringing the spiciness. Bring it the spicy. Uh, I'm going to let you guess, though, because this mm. is the song where I asked you. I was like... Does a solo song hmm. from a group we've already mentioned count towards the limit? And you said no, right? What song were you thinking? Because you were like, oh, I think I know the song. I thought it was going to be that... Um, like a Hyorin song? No, no, that Sung Jin song. Oh, the 25? Yeah. I do love that song. I know you do love that song. But I didn't... I would need to have talked about Secret. Right? Yeah. And, and I, that's what I was like, but then it would have been Secret. So you've talked about... Let's see... We've talked about what have I talked about in the last thirty minutes, John? My brain is so mashed potatoes right now. Fuck me. Talked about Sistar. You've talked about Sistar. You've talked about the key of bum, bum key, but obviously it can't be bum key. You've talked about uh, a pink bestie and a pink. Yo, is it that one Uji song? It is that one Uji song. Yeah, that's my jam. 
it's I think it's I think I think Chancellor sang in that song too, right? He did. Yeah. What's I don't know the name of that song, but tell us what it is, Steven. I also didn't know at the time. Uh it is. So it is by UG from Bestie featuring uh Chancellor, but he goes by the channels in this particular song because he's got a billion fucking names because he's weird. Um and the song is called Love Letter. Uh, this is like a R&B duet ballady thing. Right. And I, I think it, again, like this was one of my top five, uh, top 10 songs of, yeah. of uh, 2015 or 2014. So something like that. Yeah. It is just, That's again, the only reason why I remember us. It's like, yeah. Is that Luigi's song? It shocked me once. Yeah. It, 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 I love this song so much. Like it knocked out so many songs that I was like, oh, this is definitely in my top five. And I'm like, nope, this Love letter. Nope. Love letter. Nope. Love letter. Like, I whenever I listen to that song, it just fills me with happiness. But it has that Chancellor spice to it again that just makes it just like not a normal duet. And it's like a duet that I still have not yet heard a similar song yet since. It's actually, I would go as far as yeah. That's I think that's very true. Like, there's been similar ones, not made made by Double Psychic, but like there's been similar ones that like. Hyorin would do with like Junkie Go or like with you know someone else, but like they're like way more R and B than they are pop, right? This is like the best lighthearted. It like it could be an OST song, right? But it could not be. It's it's got a little bit too much R and B spice to it. Like I don't know. Yeah, I think this song would be really, really awesome song to just be here heard like remixed different ways. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's it's very pliable in its styling. And I think it really is very double sidekick, uh, like a very quintessential double sidekick song. Yeah, and it's got, of course, the, cha- the chancellor's f- smooth the ass voice. And the channels. Yeah, and the music video, it actually just like is only two minutes long. It's like a behind the scenesy kind of one. Yeah, them singing in the studio, if I remember correctly. But it's a whole song. It's a whole three minute or something song. Yeah, and you know what, Stephen? I'm since you're so high on this song. After we're done, I'm just gonna go and listen to it again. You should, yeah, a like hundred times, because it is the booty, Djibouti, Djibouti. All right, well then, so that's our top five, right? 
Right. Um, I, I do want to mention some of the other songs that were very close. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, we've mentioned a lot of them, but I really did think CLC Pepe was going to be in your thing for some reason. I, I thought about why. it, but meh. Uh, or I thought Mama Moo's You're the Best no, might wonder. be it. Yeah. yeah. Um, surprisingly, actually, G.O.D.'s The Lone Duckling, that was almost in there as well. Interesting. Yeah, I really like that song. Okay. The, oh, here's another spicy. Here's another spicy one. Okay. Gion's one minute, one second. Never, ever. Oh, no, that was never on my list. It was never 25, on my list. Uh, Gion's 25, 25. was very, was, very close. I knew that was very close for you. But that's not the spice one I'm talking about. Uh, the spice one I'm talking about is, again, I don't think you know it's a double psychic song. I did not know until I saw it on the discography. All right. What yes, is it? I know how to pronounce that, but I'm saying it that we, way on purpose. Discography is, is just more fun to say than discography. Yeah, way more fun. So this is by a girl. Solo artist? Solo artist. Okay. Not part of a group. Okay. Uh, it's featuring Aquaman himself, Pak J. Bom. A pretty old song. I think like 2013, Gina. 2012. Is that a Gina song? It is not a Gina song, but it okay. is very close to Gina. <laughs> I, hmm. I've heard of people getting these two artists confused. There's Gina. a G in her name, but it's not Gina. Gina. I can't think of anything else besides Gina. All right, it is by NS Yunji. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah, NS Yunji, like uh, with that. Yeah, we love this song. Really, is the double psychic? That's a double psychic song. What, the song is called um, "If You Love, love me. me." Yeah, if, if you, you love, love me. me. Yeah. Dun, 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 that song's produced by Double Psychic. Ooh, that's so spicy. Yeah. Like Ooh. I'm telling you, like all of these like R and B ish hits that like we liked for like three years ago, they all came from like before Zion Two showed up, right? Wow. Before all the crush showed up, it was Double Psychic throwing it down on the R and B. If you love me, wow, that's a throwback. It is, and it it sounds incredibly dated and like, but so that's why I didn't pick it. But I did. That's a spicy I, that's meatball. A good one. So that one's really close. Twenty five was really close. Sadly. I think much like Brave Sound, both of those companies just don't understand boy groups because like their boy right. group songs are just nothing. So like there's a few like newest songs, M Black songs, Map Six, Jackie Jackie Chan Chan, <laughs> Boys Republic. Republic. I mean, besides BAP, but BAP not even their number one hits. Although. Uh, these are my two favorite BAP songs, maybe of all time. Crash and Stop It. Yeah, because they're the most pop. They're the most cheesy pop BAP. Because I never liked the hard BAP. Right. I, I like just, just never a fan of that. Hurricane. Yeah. But when they switched to like the super cutesy, like Crash, I think I listened to like nonstop for like a while, and uh, uh, Stop It to a lesser degree. Interesting. Were there any other ones that yeah, were close? Double Sidekick. Respect, man. Respect. I mean, again, if you, if you look like. at the Korean discography, like it, he has 300 or they have 330 credits, although some of them are like instrumentals or like solo versions or live versions. But um, they, they do, a, again, like they did a couple of Davici songs, uh, a couple a shit ton of B-side songs uh, that you've never heard of. But anyways, that's Double Psychic. I mean, again, we mentioned producers a lot. And every once in a while, we get questions like, oh, who is this producer you're talking about? Or who is right. DigiPetty you're talking about? Which is like a video, a uh, music video producer, right? And we're going to be making a couple more of these, uh, at least three or four more, because more people need to know about the producers. Because yeah. usually the 
the artists have no say in, in the awesome songs that you listen to, right? Like that's yeah. almost all the producers and you guys can hopefully know know them know them more. Yeah, know hopefully. how they link up and all that. All that goodness. All right. So that's it for a super fast, super quick after show show. Tell us what is your favorite double sidekick songs. Uh, you can have five, of course, or ten. I mean, just tell tell us all. Yeah. Of them. Maybe we missed one uh, because the Korean discography is all in Korean. So I like had to slowly scroll through them and read them all. That's um, a lot. Like three hundred songs go through. So tell us your favorites. Uh, hopefully, Josh will be okay. Better for episode one hundred. I don't know. No, we're, we're, gonna, still, we're not going to do We're anything. still not going to do anything special. We're not going to do anything think. special. I don't think. Also, like, I'm always bad. Like, I mean, I'm bad at a lot of things, as people know. But, like, maybe maybe I'm a bad boyfriend or I've never had a girlfriend for that long. But, like, like anniversaries, like, birthdays, I'm just so bad at that shit. Some people just aren't good at that stuff. But you're good at that kind of stuff. But you're not playing anything for, playing anything for us, man. That's true. What am I, like, not worth it for you to? You don't put out enough. We're not wearing pants on It's true. Uh, normally we aren't, but it's getting kind of cold in Korea. Yeah, we gotta start wearing pants. Yeah, I am wearing pants. You wear shorts. You're wearing pants too, actually. Unbuttoned. Ooh, baby. All right. Well, on that spicy bombshell, we will see you guys next week. Bye.